0: monster a creature with such horrific features a lady a bride and scary movie fan some nerds and their website present this woman and Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the Creature Joey G, and joining me as always the cutest podcaster in town, the Bride Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? Good. How are you? I'm alright.
1: You're all right.
0: Yeah, I'm alright.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating.
0: We got a new dog.
1: We did. That's nice, eh? We didn't. They don't. We didn't announce on the podcast that Thunder passed.
0: Oh, we don't have our old dog.
1: Yeah, we lost him last year.
0: Right, right around the time we started doing the podcast again, actually.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Are you sure we never mentioned it? No, we didn't. Hmm. But it was very sad. Well, anyway, yeah, this one goes out to Bender. Yeah.
0: Pouring out a diapathy in honor of our fallen comrade, our bud.
1: Oh. But we've adopted another dog that it's another bully breed. Needed a home. He's pretty sweet. What's his name? His name is Chase.
0: Yeah, Chase is on the case.
1: Chase is on the case.
0: Speaking of on the case, I have no segue for this.
1: Oh. Speaking of on the case, it was my pick this It was month. your pick. I was going to yep. say weekly. We used to do weekly.
0: And we and you know what's crazy? We kept it up like before we had kids. We, we went like a year and a half without missing an episode. We
1: did really well. Yeah. But we've also
0: kept it up monthly now for like going on six months.
1: Yeah. I'm impressed with us.
0: Mm-hmm. We're great. Uh, anyway, it was your pick. You chose... The a, Lost Boys. A, a classic. An acknowledged classic. People yeah, love this movie. And
1: you, neither of us have ever seen it.
0: Never saw it. Knew a lot about it. Never saw it.
1: It was made in 1987. It sure was. By Joel Schumacher.
0: Schumacher. You know what else Schumacher. he made? Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. And some other movies. Okay. But, yeah. Anyway, do you want to listen to the trailer? And then we'll uh, yes. we'll have a little chat Let's do okay, that. Well, here's the trailer.
1: michael and sam have just moved to santa carla california they're about to discover its secret
0: notice anything unusual about santa carla yet no it's a pretty cool place if you're a martian
1: or a vampire Sammy, help me! Stay back! Stay back! What's happening, me, Star? Get yourself a good, sharp stink. Drive it right through his heart. You're a vampire,
0: Michael. My own brother, a damn blood-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till Mom finds out, buddy.
1: When a vampire buys it, it's never a pretty sight. Michael, they're coming! Oh, shit!
0: That was the trailer for The Lost Boys, 1987, Joel Schumacher. Now,
1: I liked the trailer. I thought the trailer made it look fun. It was fine. Like well, it was a fine 80s. trailer.
0: It's very 80s. <laughs> um, so I have a few notes. I started taking notes about the plot to recap it until I got about, about a third of the way into the movie. And to be perfectly honest, I was so fucking bored that i couldn't even find anything funny on the screen to like write in my notebook and i was just like fuck this movie so i stopped writing so we'll go as far as my notes go and then we'll just go for memory okay
1: okay sounds
0: good okay so uh we start off with as i wrote these dorks are at an amusement park and they're apparently cool badasses even though they look like poison it was a different time
1: They all look like poison.
0: The band. The band. The band Poison.
1: But I love how it opened up on a carousel. I thought it was really fun. I was just
0: kind of like, oh yeah, so these super cool badass biker gang, they're just hanging out at a fucking carousel, huh?
1: It was really cheesy, but there was something really nice about it. Yeah, I
0: was kind of just like, yeah, okay, sure. Why not? I'm in. It was Uh, at night. Yeah, and then we have a...
1: Riding carousels at night is especially creepy.
0: Exactly. And we see a a security guard, or as I put it, retired Super Mario the cop gets attacked (laughs) by what I assume was a vampire. The guy looked just like Mario. He
1: did look like a real life Mario security guard.
0: It's a me, the cops. (laughs)
1: Anyway. I liked how um, these scenes were shot.
0: Really, I hated it.
1: Really, oh. uh, I knew you and I were going to like disagree. the
0: two things I hated most about a movie. That let me be perfectly upfront about, I hated a lot. <laughs> I hated the cinematography and the editing more than I hated almost <laughs> anything else, and I hated a lot.
1: I actually oh. agree with you on a lot of the editing, but how I like the shot of like the aerial shot of you. You, you know, your the creature's perspective. Yeah, the point of view. Yeah. And ripping the door off the car. I thought that it looked, part looked cool. The
0: effect of the car. That's later in the movie. But the effect of the car getting no, that peeled. Was, no, the, the roof of the car getting ripped off is when the two kids I, are making out.
1: Okay, I know. The security guard was holding the door. And when he gets picked up, the door comes with him.
0: Yeah, but it's not the roof of the car. It's the door. Okay,
1: I said the
0: wrong thing. Right, so I'm not a moron getting mad at me.
1: But it happened both <laughs> you times. You said
0: the wrong thing. <laughs> It happened once. The thing you said didn't happen here. A different thing happened.
1: They both, both cars parts got taken off.
0: You're right, Nicole. The car's door and the car's roof are the same thing, really. What is the roof if not the top door? Well, or what is the door if not the side roof?
1: Shut up. <laughs> both times the car got wrecked, and it looked yeah, cool. It
0: got really, really wrecked. That's you're all I want to
1: say. Okay,
0: you're you're not wrong. That effect was neat. Uh, cut two: the grandma from Life in Pieces and her two sons, one of whom appears to be a member of Mott the Hoople. That was my really funny joke that I called Michael Mott the Hoople for all my notes.
1: Why? I still don't get it. Because Mott the
0: Hoople was a glam rock band and he looked like he was in a glam rock band. Why
1: Why do you go with the reference that no one else will know? Because I
0: explained the reference.
1: (laughs) It's not a good reference if you have to explain it.
0: The right people will get it.
1: Poison. Everyone gets what poison is.
0: The right people will get it.
1: This podcast isn't for the right people.
0: You're damn right it's not. It's for
1: the common man. Oh,
0: wow. Listen to you dragging the audience. She called you commoners. I think you're intellectual enough. And also, like, oh, you don't know who Mattha Hoople is? Fucking Google it. How hard is that? I don't want to Google your weird references. It's not even that obscure. Mattha Hoople sang All the Young Dudes, the Bowie song. He wrote it for them.
1: I didn't know that. That That's cool.
0: Well, so there you go. You're not the right people either, apparently.
1: I'm a common... Person. Sure are. No, I shouldn't I shouldn't have said man. I apologize. <laughs> I should have gone with the gender neutral. I apologies all around.
0: Are you done? Yep, there Jezebel.com. Let's go
1: move on.
0: Uh, anyway, uh Mata Hoople and his younger brother <laughs> and the grandma from Life and Peace has arrived at their new home in Santa Carla, accompanied by what I wrote here as a dire cover of People Are Strange. Weirdly enough, I like the band doing this cover. It's it's Echo and the Bunny Men, but that's just a really shitty cover of Let People Are Strange. I didn't
1: think it was that shitty. You're just, just like wanting to shit on this movie. No, I just didn't
0: like the cover. Okay. Yeah. That's this fair. was at the beginning. I was into I was, I was excited true. for this that movie. That
1: was at the beginning. Yeah, this was like
0: in the first 5 minutes. I so wasn't anti this movie Clara yet. Clara
1: is, is Santa Cruz. Is it? Yes.
0: Why do they call it Santa Carla then? Santa they
1: wouldn't let them use the name. They let them shoot it there as long as they didn't use the town's name.
0: Well, that was stupid of that town. This movie became super popular.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So that's a little tidbit for you.
0: You did research. You never do research. That's exciting. No,
1: I did research in gossip. <laughs> like the behind-the-scenes oh. gossipy stuff. No,
0: I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Anyway, uh, Moth the fun
1: stuff for the common person. person.
0: So I didn't come up with a nickname for the other character, but Martha and Corey Haim,
1: because
0: <laughs> it was Corey Haim, explore their new home with I think an old Corey guy. Corey Haim
1: is a pretty good nickname for Corey Haim.
0: Yeah. So they're living in this new home with an old guy who turns out to be their grandfather, who I first thought was Brian Doyle Murray and got pretty excited. But it wasn't Brian Doyle Murray. It was just some old guy. I
1: liked this part because they kept making reference to Te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: I, yeah, I was kind of like, how many times are they going to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre? But it was still fine, and I was really they, enjoying know, the grandfather.
1: They could have referenced Texas Chainsaw Massacre the whole movie, and I'd be happy.
0: That wouldn't just be annoying? No.
1: Nope. Wouldn't you just be
0: like, why am I watching this and not Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because
1: they liked all the nods to Texas Chainsaw there Massacre. There was
0: no nod, they just kept saying it. it taxidermy. Not a nod. You're right, Nicole. Prior to the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there was no such thing as taxidermy.
1: Taxidermy.
0: Taxidermy? Why are you putting so much emphasis on the I?
1: That's how you say it.
0: Taxidermy.
1: That's what I said.
0: No, you said taxidermy. Yeah. Taxidermy. 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 <laughs> say it. Say taxa.
1: No, Just, there's not no. an A there. It's an I.
0: I know, but it's not taxidermy. It's taxidermy.
1: You're saying, it, you're saying it with an A. Taxa.
0: No, I'm not saying it with an A. Taxidermy. Not,
1: that's not how you spell it.
0: I, I know it's not how you spell it, but I'm trying to teach you how to pronounce it. It's not taxidermy. It's taxidermy.
1: You wouldn't put an A there. There's an I there.
0: I'm breaking it down into two sounds because you are too stupid to listen to the whole word.
1: You're saying it wrong.
0: Taxidermy. I'm
1: not, I'm not playing this game.
0: You're saying it wrong. Taxidermy. That just sounds weird. It's like how you say palo.
1: I don't say it like
0: that. You say palo instead of pillow.
1: I'm not getting into this game And with you, you say
0: malk instead of milk.
1: There's an I there.
0: I know, so why do you say milk? I don't. You say milk all the time. No, you I need to can use a
1: milk. I say milk.
0: Not oh you're saying it right now, just make me look stupid. You son of a bitch.
1: Continue with your book report.
0: Okay, um, a band fronted by what appears to be Rick the Model Martell with a saxophone is pl- you may, you, may, you might be right out of my references. They might be too obscure. <laughs> <laughs> is playing a beach party concert, and Hupel Hoople is creepily staring at a cute girl who runs away, and naturally he follows her like a creep. I loved this band, by the way. This like super greased up macho guy playing the saxophone. So
1: interesting fact about him.
0: Was it Rick the Model Martell?
1: No, I forget his name. Cause I didn't do, apparently, that much research. You, but, you skimmed the Wikipedia yeah.
0: page. Fair enough. No,
1: it wasn't even Wikipedia. It was something else. I don't even know. But anyway, he um, was a multi-instrumentalist. He
0: was a hell of a sax who player. Who played
1: mostly for Tina Turner.
0: He could really blow that horn.
1: Mm-hmm. And move those hips. Ooh. Yeah,
0: I was like, look at this guy dancing. <laughs> this guy's great. So, Where is this movie? So greasy. He was very greasy. But like,
1: The funny thing was, is that he was very ripped supposedly looking super sexy and badass with chains, but he had, like, the biggest smile on his face the whole time. He was a born
0: performer. He it was, was very, It performer. was cute.
1: It was really cute. Yeah.
0: So we didn't spend any time with him. Uh, and so this is, like, the beginning of where this movie started to lose me because it was cutting back and forth between stuff so fast that, like, I was getting whiplash. I didn't know when anything was happening. It was just, like, stay in one spot for five seconds. So we cut to...
1: Joey gets motion sick this very very easily.
0: Well, I think this is also true, but I've just lately all I've been wanting to watch are really slow-paced movies uh, where like the shots are like 30 minutes long. Of course. So this was like the opposite of what I needed in my life. But anyway, we cut to the grandpa from The Gilmore Girls is running a store when um
1: I was very excited when I saw that he yeah, was the grandpa it, exactly. from Gilmore Girls. When the
0: grandma from Life in Pieces or as I wrote it here, Discount Rosemary from Rosemary's Baby. <gasps> I thought about I thought thought
1: she looked like Rosemary. She
0: looked a lot like her, yeah. yeah, She's really good. It's Diane West. She's great.
1: Uh, She's really funny in Life in Pieces. Yeah.
0: So anyway, she goes into the store and then in comes Poison. uh, (laughs) And then Grandpa Gilmore throws them out and they ride away on rad motorcycles. And then uh, the the two other characters, they get to chatting and she requests a job. And then rather than having any resolution to that scene, we cut to Mott the Hoople, once again, chasing the hottie with Corey Hayman in tow. Uh, you know, like a complete creep. He's still following this girl who looked at him.
1: So, what are you calling Michael? I can't even follow him. Mott the
0: Hoople. I'll Dude. call him Michael Michael,
1: he looked exactly like the guy they got to play in Stranger Things Season 2. Like, kind of psycho bully. What's his name? The Billy? girl's little brother? Yeah. I don't know.
0: I didn't like that character or much about that But he movie. looked
1: exactly like him. I think it was intentional. I, I, I'm i sure it was. Yeah. I just love Stranger Things. You do. A lot. So you should
0: have liked this movie better because this movie has a big old heart on well, for that show. I do
1: agree with you that the I liked the opening and I liked the end a lot. We'll get to it. Yeah. But the the middle is just a bit it, of a slog. Slog? Is that a word? That's a word. I just
0: made it up. No, you did not make up I made swan. up a word. <laughs> anyway, so Michael's chasing the hottie like a creep. Corey Game is approached creepy. by Corey Feldman and his friend. I guess it's actually his brother. They're uh, the Frog Brothers. The Frog Brothers, yes. Edgar and Alan.
1: Edgar. Edgar Frog. That's
0: what their names are I know. Edgar and Alan. Edgar and Alan Frog.
1: I just think Edgar is a funny name for him. And look at my baby. Look at my baby boy. He's so cute.
0: i going to call him Edgar. You call him Eddie for short. I'm
1: going to call him Edward. It's more noble, noble. Edgar
0: is a fine man. Edgar
1: is an old man. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, and he was a fucking weirdo, too. Oh, and
0: now really you're going to drag Edgar Allan Poe?
1: Of course. Why? He was a fucking creep. What? No, he wasn't. He married his, like, niece.
0: It was his cousin, and it was pretty common then.
1: She was so much younger than him. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm not going to defend that part, but like it was a different time. It was the 1980s. Yeah, I think
1: even for that time, the age difference, people were like, "Ew." I don't think
0: it was. I cause, think it was. I mean, for that time, like, in the, in the early 1900s, people were still doing that, and it was fine.
1: No, not that, just even the age di- gap. No, again, but...
0: I'm telling you that, like, that wasn't even in the 60s, people were doing that. You
1: know, I think I've done more research on Edgar Allan Poe than you.
0: You think that, but you actually haven't. I
1: think I have. No, you've read all your own post stories. No.
0: Okay, whatever.
1: I've watched...
0: The Raven, starring no. John Cusack, no, with I've... me for this podcast. Yeah, that that was
1: awful. No, I've watched autobiography. autobiography. Oh,
0: you watched his autobiography, did you? <laughs> yeah. I really like his autobiography.
1: No, I've watched biographies on him.
0: Congratulations. Can I move on?
1: You're just making me all flustered now, because you've made me upset.
0: So anyway, Corey Feldman and his buddy uh, school Corey talk to Corey Ham, and he schools them on comics trivia. And, and then it says all the trivia he schools them on sounds like nonsense. And then I wrote, "I am too old for this shit." <laughs> Kate,
1: this is an interesting fact. Tid it tidbit time I can't with wait to hear it. We should have tidbit time with in every podcast. Just, well, I'm trying
0: to have it now, but you won't. <laughs> you won't carry on. It,
1: this was the start of the two Corys. This is the first time they we were together.
0: That was your whole tidbit. <laughs> Was it, this was great. No, don't
1: worry, I have more tidbits. I I'll, I'll interject as they come up.
0: Can't wait to hear them. <laughs> oh, I miss Life Force. Okay, so the cute girl is evidently Kiefer Sutherland's girl. But no good shall come of this. I wrote that and underlined it. Cut it must to be important. random guy and girl canoodling... And then they get eaten by special effects that were somewhat more impressive when oh. I first saw them in the Holy Grail. This
1: was when the car roof got ripped off.
0: Yeah, but the problem, with, like that part was cool, but then like when they get like pulled up into the air, yeah. it was the exact same effect they used in Monty Python and the Holy Grail when stuff would pull guys up, where they would just put the camera low and then have the actor jump so thought they were getting pulled up.
1: It did look It was cool. the exact
0: same effect from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, I liked, and it was better there. I liked <laughs>
1: that we never saw the vampires... Doing that, I like. I liked how they oh, yeah. use the camera to be the the mm-hmm. creatures. I thought that like that was a cool effect.
0: It was fine. <laughs> I mean, i would seen that effect a zillion times. Maybe this was one of the earlier times. It was kind of. It was fine. Uh, I had no problem with that. Uh, another dizzying cut to the comic shop where we learn that Corey Feldman and his friend are vampire hunters or something. And now Michael is suddenly racing motorbikes with poison, but he In falls. The fog. Yeah, and he falls off his bike instead of going off a cliff and challenges Kiefer to a battle. But then we cut to their fucking stupid-looking secret base, where Michael is peer pressured to eat Chinese food.
1: But then it's actually.
0: It was actually Chinese food,
1: but it looked like. Yeah,
0: they used magic powers to make him think it was bugs, but it was Chinese food.
1: So I like this part because I've already seen um, what we do, or was called yeah, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, which is great. And that movie. Yeah, you're took, reading this. That movie took. Um directly from this movie. No,
0: that's Vampire Lore.
1: Yeah. But they took it the, the maggots from Oh, this, I, I see okay. Yeah, they actually took that scene and did it again pretty much. It was way better in it's, that movie. Yeah, actually I love I really love what we do in the shadows. That's a good movie. Watch but, that Um
0: don't watch this movie.
1: This one I have another tidbit. About <laughs> you, the Chinese food? Yeah. Great. So apparently They magus, were allergic to Chinese. <laughs> maggots don't actually move that much on their own unless they have some sort of motivation. So they had a bug guy on screen who would, not on screen, but off screen.
0: I knew what you meant.
1: (laughs) Who in between takes would squeeze lemon juice over the maggots to get them all wriggly and gross. I hate maggots.
0: I'm not overly fond of maggots.
1: If you had a wound, would you want me to put the maggot on it? Even if I didn't you? have a,
0: mo- a wound, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want a maggot on me.
1: But aren't they supposed to help with wounds? I think
0: you're thinking of leeches, dear.
1: No, no, they would put maggots and it would eat the dead skin. It was in Gladiator.
0: But why would the dead... Okay, well, no. Either way, I don't know if that's accurate. It might be. But also, I don't want that. Is it okay if I don't have that?
1: Would you rather just go to the doctor for a <sighs> flesh wound?
0: <laughs> it's just a fresh wound. <laughs> Presumably, it was the doctor putting the maggots on.
1: Or just a to by. Paging
0: Dr. Maggot to theater room three. Paging Dr. Maggot. <laughs>
1: it's like a friendly neighbor. A
0: friendly neighbor. M- like, oh, man. You,
1: you have a wound. Here's a, my pet maggot.
0: It's me, Johnny Maggot. Come to save the day. <laughs>
1: I'll put it in your wound. And pet eat...
0: maggot. What's the lifespan of a maggot? Do some research on that there, fucking. If Peter I had Brown. to guess
1: like four days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If I had to guess, four days. Okay, well, thank you very much. Apparently you are Johnny Maggot.
1: I could be the, the butt guy on screen. Off screen, I mean. Can I please continue talking about this movie? That's what I'm doing. I'm talking you. are talking to...
0: Okay, fine. Uh, so then he drinks some blood or something, and it's a music video, and I am 32 years old, I wrote. Because <laughs> by this point I was just like, God almighty! See, this is... And we're almost to the end. And then it says... um, Michael dangles under a bridge with poison. Oh, it's part of his
1: initiation. Yeah, and they then I gave
0: up. That's when I stopped writing notes.
1: Okay, so they made him dangle under a bridge. and Like let, a
0: fucking dingleberry. And
1: let go as part of his initiation. Into what kind mist. of initiation is that? Of the fucking kind of
0: biker gang that hangs at an amusement it's, park. I and thought the initiation. It's Chinese food.
1: The initiation was really stupid. Do something cool. You're one
0: of us, Michael.
1: Like, hold him over a fire or burn his initials into him. What the fuck? That's a way cooler initiation. I don't
0: know. Hanging underneath train tracks and dropping down into the mist is kind of cool. But then he wakes up on his bed like he falls and lands on his bed. So we need to pause here for a moment and I need to explain something. Uh, This movie... At this point, it turned into cool I said the only two words I keep thinking of are Empire Records. And what I mean by that is that when I was young... in the In my 20s, uh, some friends of mine who... Would, would had told me that empire records was a great movie and i was like i like great movies and they remembered it fondly from their childhood so i watched it and it was awful and i realized i bet you if i saw this when i was 13 i would have loved it yeah. so if you are listening to this and you have not seen the lost boys and you are 13 by all means watch it and, le- and understand that there was a time when those sorts of things were fashionable but you'll at least appreciate the spirit of it. If you are like me, 32 years old, father of two, living in the suburbs, white as the day is long, uh, maybe don't watch this, because you're going to hate it, because it is Empire Records all over again. If you don't have nostalgia for this profoundly boring movie, you are not going to enjoy it. It sucks. Ah, I was so annoyed. I wanted to love this movie. I, wan-
1: I wanted to love it too. I'm kind. I'm not as hateful as you on it, but I, I- think
0: I'm mad at myself. <laughs> I'm mad at my own mortality. <laughs> I'm mad that I'm getting old, Nicole. You want to be
1: a lost boy? I want
0: to be a lost. That's what this movie's about. It's about old people understanding. But you did say that
1: you liked everything with the Frog Brothers. The
0: last 20 minutes. And I didn't like it. I no, liked it liked better. No, you liked
1: the scenes. Every scene time they were the right. scenes. But there like, are I two wish... of
0: them prior to that. But
1: you were, you kept saying like I wish there was more of the movie with these yeah. two. Okay, there's a reason for that. Tidbits. The, the cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should I stop saying that? No, or?
0: no. You, do you, man.
1: <laughs> Alright. Um, so the original script was supposed was originally much more family friendly. It was written more like the Goonies. They wanted it to be like. Are the you Goonies. serious? Yeah, that's why this movie has motherfucker. That's why this movie has this kind of duality with with the comic. You're breaking my heart here,
0: man. I love the Goonies. I know the
1: comic relief of the Frog Brothers. I guarantee the Goonies Corey. is good,
0: even if you didn't see it as a kid.
1: The, I the Goonies agree. is great. Anyway, that's true, because I didn't see The Goonies as a kid. I saw it as an adult, and I love The Goonies. Yeah,
0: it's fantastic.
1: So I think that this movie, for us now, would have been a lot better yeah. as The Goonies. But So they got the script, they wanted it to be sexier, they wanted it to be darker, <laughs> so well, they, they bumped it up to like a PG-13 rating and made it what it is. So that's why I feel like this movie, suck. This movie has that kind of weird... Um, dichotomy going yeah, on. yeah, of if like the kind of kid humor in like yeah. the comic book shop and then like like sex that weird sex scene oh god
0: that was fucking terrible that fucking so sex so yeah scene. I have it
1: in quotes here that the, the Frog Brothers were originally supposed to be in quotes chubby eight year old scouts oh Goonies vibe even
0: if they were still just Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, I'd have been fine with it because they were funny, they were fun. Yeah. And the last twenty minutes turns into Home Alone with vampires, and they Which make was, traps, and yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Cool. And I liked them, you know. And they were just they were good. And Corey Haim was great and, and very the, charming, the and I can see why good. everyone loved them.
1: The cast was good in this the movie. The kids were
0: good and the parents were good. The the Lost Boys weren't good. Even William S. Preston Esquire, I was just like they just put on stupid costumes and made Buffy faces. Yeah. Hey, how much does Buffy rip off of this movie?
1: Actually, that's another thing. And that I read that Buffy the Vampire Slayer was kind of based on this. Totally. Movie. Yeah. I mean,
0: even if you just look at the makeup effects yeah. of the vampires, that's what the vampires looked like on Buffy. Totally. Now, I always kind of hated how the vampires looked on Buffy, but that doesn't matter. Not because they were bad. Too. I just thought they looked kind of stupid. It wasn't my cup of tea. I but I don't problem um,
1: with it. I always, I agree with you. I, I always thought thought they looked too monstery and not more. I thought vampires looked more like people, but.
0: Well, I like that they could switch back and forth, but yeah, I always thought they looked like they were wearing prosthetics because they were wearing prosthetics. They just weren't. I mean, they were TV prosthetics, so they weren't very expensive, but. Yeah. That's true. So I could, you know, you can see this movie's influence on things, and I just keep thinking, like, man, I can't imagine anyone wanting to. Anyway.
1: And Joel Schumacher, am I saying it right? Yeah, Schumacher, yeah. um, Has, like, a big heart on for Kiefer because he has, in quotes, He's a born character actor. He has the least amount of dialogue in the movie, but his presence is extraordinary. So he put Kiefer on the front of every poster.
0: Kiefer is cool. I like Kiefer. Kiefer is cool. Kiefer is in Stand
1: by Me. I kind of when I was watching this I was like I don't see why Kiefer is like the main dude because it's like well, yeah, I guess cuz maybe he, was he didn't handsome. have a lot to do in the movie.
0: No, but they're also like the part of the movie was to like make you think he was the leader, right? Because it's actually a plot point. But do you want
1: to continue with the plot? I know you stopped writing. Yeah, um,
0: basically Michael starts turning into a vampire and he's bummed out about it.
1: Yeah.
0: And then uh, there's a girl, the girl he was following, and she has this little kid who's also a vampire. But they haven't t- fully turned yet. And they won't until they kill somebody. And the three of them want to not be vampires. So they start making a plan to not be vampires. And it Corey was, Haim yeah, decides to help.
1: With the, the Corey Haim and the Frog Brothers... Um, go into the vampire cave during the day, and I thought that was a cool scene where they look up and the vampires are hanging upside down in the cave. That was
0: cool. And yeah. then
1: they stab them there, and then there's the scene that you said was really funny where Kiefer gets burned by the sunlight and has a single tear.
0: Oh yeah, God, that was amazing. Okay,
1: did you know that was actually an accident?
0: Hey, by the way, you should go back and and um, not talk about Schumacher's uh, hard on for Kiefer. He's, like, famous, I was, as you were saying, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's famous for being one of the first, like, openly gay, super successful directors of that era. Oh. So, I what? mean, he probably does literally have a hard run for Kiefer. No,
1: I meant, like, I'm i know, t-
0: I knew what you meant, I'm just being much... a dick. I
1: wonder I mean, like, how old Kiefer was in you, this movie. You interrupted something I was saying.
0: Please say it. I just don't want anyone to think that you're a homophobe. You
1: aren't. I'm not.
0: <laughs> I agree. I'm just making Can sure. Can I continue
1: with my sentence? Continue with
0: your book report.
1: Okay. The, the, you made fun of the scene. Yeah. You're not listening to me. I am
0: listening to you.
1: With When he has a single tear rolling down his Yeah, it was amazing. And you know that was an accident? It wasn't meant to be in the movie, but...
0: But he was thinking about his they, dog?
1: <laughs> they wore contact lenses that were made of glass, so their eyes weren't getting any... Much ox- oxygen. Oh. So their eyes were, were super irritated and dried out the whole time. So that single tear was literally Kiefer's eyes wow. like dying.
0: <laughs> Kiefer was 21, so it's okay for Joel Schumacher to had a hard heart for him. Oh
1: my god. George. I just
0: wanted to make sure that we didn't have to edit this podcast. All right. Because if
1: there's want to one thing the I hate end? doing, it's
0: editing. Uh, spoiler
1: alert.
0: So, spoiler. Oh, yeah. Also, we totally missed the entire subplot of. Um, the- <laughs> Of the the boy's mom is dating the grandpa from Gilmore Girls.
1: Grandpa is, Gilmore Girl?
0: Yeah, exactly. Grandpa Gilmore. And um, uh, it turns out he's the head vampire. And the whole point, that's where the Lost Boys things come in, is that he wanted uh, Diane West to be like the Wendy to the Lost Boys. I thought
1: that was cool. Yeah,
0: it kind of came completely out of nowhere. I knew it was going to happen because I'd seen the clip in, uh, like seen it or something where he reveals that he was... A vampire all along and that Anyway, they uh they, they do some home alone traps. Like the last twenty minutes I was like, yeah, this is the movie I wanted it to be of like Corey Feldman like and Cory Haim the, and the his more friend. the
1: Goonies vibe yeah. to it. I like the Goonies Anytime it had like a Goonies vibe to it, we liked it.
0: You know what's odd? I'm talking about how like, oh I'm too old for this movie, but like if it was younger, I'd have been fine with it. It was because it was like it's very Clearly targeted at like 13 to 17 year olds in 1987. Yeah. But if it had been argued targeted at at eight year olds in 1987, I'd still be just like, yay! (laughs) So maybe it's just like that teenage. I think any movie that's like aimed at teens, no matter what genre, what what era it's from, if you're not a teen watching it, especially from that era, it's not going to work as well.
1: It's a bit sad that we kind of enjoy things the same way as when we were teens.
0: It is, but as a teen, I probably wouldn't have appreciated the kind of boring-ass movies I like now. And I like those a lot now.
1: You do like those. What did I walk in on? <laughs> I was were- watching
0: a film. Uh, it is called Pictures of the Old World. It is a uh, movie from the 80s uh, from the Czech Republic. But
1: specifically, what but scene specifically did I Specifically, you see walked
0: it? in at this moment of this man with a homemade set of this like thing that was kind of like a bagpipe. But he was homemade, and it sounded awful, and he's walking around herding sheep, blowing into this god-awful thing.
1: He's black and white, I walk in Joey's in bed, <laughs> watching this old black and white, awful-sounding thing with sheep running around. I was like, what are you watching?
0: <laughs> Children's programming. <laughs> That's a line, you know, that's another movie, you know, now that we're on the subject. Like, Clerks is a movie that I love and hold very dearly, right?
1: You put an A in that, too. No, I didn't. You went clerks! Clarks.
0: I didn't say Clerks, I said Clerks!
1: You kind of put an A in it.
0: Whatever. Anyway, the point being that, like, I wonder if you saw Clerks for the first time now as an adult.
1: Clerks if, or Clarks?
0: Clerks. Clarks would be would hold up no matter what, but Clerks. Like, I wonder if I, because I'm sure, like, I love Jane and Silent Bob Straight back, but I can't. Remove the fact that I loved it when I was fourteen, Yeah. and I probably wouldn't be able to be objective about it. It probably isn't, you know. It's also not like it wasn't made for thirty-two-year-old pretentious snobs like
1: like me. That like I loved. I never had the same love for Clueless that Uh, other people had. Never
0: been kissed.
1: Never been kissed is still good. No, I maintain. (laughs) I
0: saw it when I was age-appropriate for it, and I thought it was bad.
1: You you don't like (laughs) rom-coms? I I do do. So
0: I love Moulin Rouge
1: interrupting my sentences. I'm trying to say something.
0: Please say it.
1: I loved legally blonde. <laughs> did you just Joey just did the sign like he's like zipping his mouth shut and putting a key in it to me. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, putting okay. a key in it. Um if you
0: like it then you should have put a key in it.
1: <laughs> legally blonde thought. legally blonde. Oh yeah. Legally blonde's a good movie. I loved it. No. I loved it as a kid. It does not hold up. Oh no! At all, it's not even. They made it into funny. a
0: Broadway musical. No. Yeah, they did.
1: <laughs> I heard bad. it's good. Anyway. Oh, I heard it was good. Anyway, what do you have? Any other movies that you loved as a kid that you? Would- yeah,
0: Police Academy <laughs> Two. I when I was twelve, that was my favorite movie, and I'm sure it's terrible. <laughs> I can't imagine that it's good. I mean, probably tons of movies, right? Like, we, the first example I can think of this phenomenon is when you and I watched Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. Oh, yeah. And we got to the end, and, like, I think we laughed once, and I was like, you know, if this we was 14. a pretty bad movie, but if we were 14, I bet you I would have liked it. But I was not 14. I was probably, at the time, 24. Which, you know, I know a lot of 24-year-olds who probably still get off on that, but I'm very mature. I'm very intelligent. I'm very just extra.
1: You're so extra. I'm
0: extra. You're basic. <laughs> You're basic.
1: I don't think I am. I have tidbit corner. It's you so do cool. have a tidbit
0: corner. No basic person could have that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, so this movie was a big letdown for me. I didn't like it at all. I was so bored.
1: I It was a letdown for me, too. I was really hoping to like it.
0: Like, it was 97 minutes long, and I swear to God, I was like, it felt like it was three hours.
1: Okay, that's how I felt with that stupid Life Force movie. See, Life Force was funny.
0: We were laughing the whole time at Life Force, or at least I was.
1: I liked this one better than Life Force.
0: I would watch Life Force a thousand times again. <laughs>
1: Alright, do you want to announce the new movie?
0: Yeah, I do. Because I don't even know this we've time. now had, like, three or four episodes 80s. in a row. Not just 80s, but just, like, schlock. You know? Just, like, schlocky. Well, what was
1: before Life Force? Uh...
0: The Day of the Animals wasn't it, or was it Suspiria?
1: Oh, I did. I did Suspiria. That's not schlock. It was
0: a little schlocky. I
1: thought it was. Supposed I to liked be, it. I well, thought it was supposed to be more highbrow when I picked it.
0: It was artsy, but yeah.
1: Was, All right, we'll see. Point Hang on, then? I want
0: to look up what we did so we can, so I can make sure I sound smart. Oh
1: yeah, we better look it up now while we're, while we're recording.
0: Really, You listened to five minutes of us arguing about how to pronounce words, <laughs> Taxi derby. Uh, yeah, we did *Life Force, Hysteria, Day of the Animals, and uh, Mandy. Okay, I guess we've had three in a row that are arguably levels of schlock. Varying levels of schlock. All right. right? So it's time to get highbrow. It's time to bust out my Criterion channel subscription. Uh, and so a Japanese classic: Kenito Shindo's 1968 ghost story, Kuroneko, or Kuruniko. Kuroneko, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce what?
1: it. What? <laughs> Joey. What? You think that you wanted to want watch to this pronounce long... it before we start recording.
0: Oh, really? Taxidermy? <laughs> I... There's a movie called Taxidermia. We should watch that. Anyway, look how cool the poster is. That is
1: cool. Yeah. You better explain it because this isn't a visual thing. Okay.
0: Beware. Oh, the poster or the... Thr- or the... We were
1: just talking about the poster. Oh, it's just a
0: ghost woman in the wood.
1: Oh. Oh, good.
0: The tagline on Letterboxd is Beware the haunted women who lurk in the bamboo forest as black cats craving the blood of samurai.
1: Doesn't that sound great? That does sound cool. In the
0: Sengoku period, a woman and her daughter are raped and murdered by soldiers during a time of civil war. Afterwards, a series of samurai returning from the war through that area are found mysteriously dead with their throats torn out. And so on. There's a ghost. So, yeah. I've wanted to watch this for a long time. It's like one of the... uh, We've watched one other film by Kinito Shindo. We watched Onibaba for this very podcast oh, yeah. and we both loved it. Yes. So I'm like Do no. you have
1: this one on Criterion?
0: You know, we might have it on Blu-ray upstairs. I'd have Kuro-niko? to check Kuruniko. I have to look, but if we don't, I have a subscription to the Criterion channel, their new oh. streaming service. And we can watch it on the Roku. Cool. That that remote that you yeah. get annoyed by in our room. Yes. Because <laughs> if you accidentally put like a phone on top of it in the middle of the night it turns, turns the TV on. on and the Roku has like background music and it makes Nicole really mad. It's
1: very sensitive. It's sensitive
0: or you're sensitive. <laughs>
1: Shut
0: up. <laughs> anyway, well that was fun. Was so sweet. thank you for joining us and um, we'll be oh, back. Wait. I just wanted
1: to say one more thing. Well, oh, you have a tidbit. No, I just it's to Nicole's
0: <laughs> tidbit corner, starring Nicole. We Take get, it away. We get to the
1: tidbit corner. I just
0: made one and you talked over it.
1: That's a terrible one. I reject it. Nicol- it was, you didn't
0: even hear, it's Nicole's <laughs> Tidbit Corner, Nicole, take it away.
1: This is a tidbit though. Oh, just
0: read whatever the fuck you want to read. No,
1: I just was saying. this is a, a long ago, there's nothing now. I like the title The Lost Boys, and the whole Peter Pan aspect of it.
0: Well, thank God.
1: Um, we said that already. I didn't. Yes, you,
0: alright. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ. All right, we. You know, I'm glad you made me record. I wasn't feeling so good earlier tonight, but I'm feeling a lot better now. I thought
1: this would cheer you up.
0: Yeah, now we're going to go play Mortal Kombat.
1: I'm going to beat you 10 times in a row. I
0: do not think that's going to happen.
1: Just so everybody knows.
0: Oh, Christ. I
1: beat Joey 10 times in a row at Mortal Kombat when we were. 15
0: years ago, Super Nintendo, Mortal Kombat 1.
1: I beat him 10 times in a row by button mashing, Mm -hmm. and it broke his brain.
0: It's not happening this time, though.
1: So tune in next time to find out if I break Joey's prayer. You'll
0: know before that if she did, because you'll read about it in the news. Local man goes crazy and kills wife in Mortal Kombat. Oh, I sure hope you don't. I hope so, too. But you know what? It's not going to be a problem.
1: Oh, I think it will be a problem.
0: You haven't got a prayer this time.
1: All right. right,
0: uh, That's it. Thanks. (laughs) That should be our tag. Our have off from now on. That's it. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, Until next time, I am the creature, Joey G.
1: And I'm the bride, Nicole.
0: Y'all stay scary now. Kissy kissy. Alright, test your might. How could could this woman finish him ever decide
1: (laughs) to wed this man?